This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show. Um, <laughs> on our own special email address, frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. You know what? One of my... Um, things that really make me laugh out loud is when you hear someone on the telly or the radio give out their um, their address <laughs> and they say like HTTP double slash all, oh, all that. Yeah. No one's ever... <laughs> where, who uses that bit? No one uses that bit. That bit has gone. Yeah. No, it's gone. Don't, yeah, don't bring that up even. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's That's, like the inside of a sausage, really, and it. People aren't interested in it. They well, don't want to think about it. Yeah, and also it, it's like sort of packaging and what they call it, packing and packaging. What's what's the term? Yeah, postage, postage and packaging. And the T's and C's, but yeah, you're a fan yeah. of the T's and C's, Frank. But not the H T T no. C's. I don't even know what no. it. What's it stand for? In fact, for? Ma- Maxine Cosford oh, yeah. has got in touch to say, I know Frank likes T and C's. Would he like to do mm-hmm. the T's and C's on Strictly on a Saturday night? I'm sure if he put himself out there... That's a bit embarrassing. I'm sure if he put himself out there, they would invite him onto the show. Avid reader Maxine. Yeah, I think I turned down the T's and C's. Well, I did turn down the T's and C's on Strictly once oh. and uh, they're very unforgiving strictly group oh yeah they're like a, a, a sultan of old once you offend them you you really need to go into exile and flee the country oh is it a bit sicilian it's probably because, sicilian music yeah, suddenly starting yeah off. exactly oh. well allow me <laughs> it's probably their um... <laughs> go on sorry al their, un- their unforgiving nature might come from the fact that they read the word strict so often well, in their daily lives. That's yeah. a good point. And also they have tremendous power because they are like a yeah. TV institution. Can we just... Mm-hmm. You know it's called... I love Strictly, by the way, as a viewer. I but, do. Um, Was it called the hybrid name? I've never been quite sold on the name. I'm not going to lie. What, Strictly Come Dancing? Mm. Well, it comes from... A, it's a composite. It's, it's a portmanteau. It's a portmanteau, but does it work? Well, it does if you're old enough like me to remember Come Dancing, which was a very popular television. You are not old enough. (laughs) This is why. Don't Don't let anyone tell you any different, (laughs) Emily. But it it still doesn't quite, just in sense terms, I I have issues with it. You can't just take one film, add it to a TV show. It's, It's not enough for me. It's got to yeah. work on various levels. But, you know, they seem to be doing all right. And I, I okay. love the show. Is, is Buzz still enjoying it, by the way? Yeah, the, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's, um, it's a joyous experience yes. with some nastiness, which I think is what people <laughs> want. It's what you want, you know, in life. So, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Oh, I, I tell you, speaking of joyous experiences, I've got to tell you, I went to, um, I think I can say that, I went to Costa this week. Oh, Alan Partridge. And I had a, a room. A, what, what does that mean? Because it's the sort of place he'd go, oh, okay. I'm afraid. Um, he wouldn't go for Starbucks, I don't think. You're not one of these people who does accidentally Partridge, are you? No. no. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I like that. Um, anyway, so I had a ruby chocolate Frostino. <laughs> you ever had one of those? Yum. No. Yeah, no. It's, it's pink whipped ice cream with a cream topping. And what tasted and looked like, I'd say, wood shavings from an enchanted fairy tree. Sort of pink, hard, hard, but with a sort of magical content. I can't imagine it's good for you, but it, it really, I felt afterwards like I could leap a mountain. Mm. Um, I'm not, by the way, before my manager asks, I'm not being paid any money by Costa for push. I just wanted to share that experience. Speak for yourself, I'm raking it in. I, um, yeah. <laughs> I have terrible Sorry, memories of, of sitting in a Costa waiting for a, uh, an ex-girlfriend to phone me about the results of a medical test. <laughs> And that has somewhat poisoned the Costa experience for me forever. <laughs> but um, the news was good. Let's end on that high. Goodness me. Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner. on Absolute Radio. So um, we come to... Uh, let me see. Let me see what I've got here. Here we go. You remember this baby? <laughs> Outside world, outside world, oh, the outside world. Yes. Now, speaking of the outside world, last week I had a letter from someone. Here it is. Hey, Frank. I'm slightly worried about people who begin letters, hey. Like, I'm not a cast member of Glee. Yeah. Anyway, or it's a nice letter. It's a nice letter. Uh, they haven't signed it. I remember I read this last week because they signed it, your listener. And it says, not my thing, brought in a job lot, thought you might like it. And I was asking you to guess oh. what it was. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you out your misery. It's, um, it's Oh, thank a, God for that. It's a George <laughs> Formby 78. Oh. Of, it's a grand and healthy life. Okay, very... And you're quite right, it is my sort of thing. I like to hike, that's what I like. Eee, but it's a grand and healthy life. There aren't enough song lyrics now that include the word eee in them. <laughs> eee, but it's Have a grand... Have to go back to the 90s for that. I think, yeah, but it was a, that was a whole different... This was the E of more innocent <laughs> times. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> let's call it the Lancashire E. As opposed yeah. to the sort of the shaman-y. Yeah, you want oh, to yeah. get the shaman going, <laughs> e, but it's a grand and healthy life. They I, couldn't sell it on health grounds. Yeah, no. but you know what? I so wish you had had the shaman doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr C singing George Formby, come on. I like to rave. That's what I crave. <laughs> oh, but it's a grand... No, E, not O. Here's my question. Have you got a record player that will play this 78 that you've received? Well, I've got a record player, but I'll be straight with you. I haven't uh, I haven't clocked its um, speed options for a oh. while. Don't know what gears it's got. I'm no, it used it. to be the old 453378, didn't it? Yeah. But, um, what about George Formby singing uh, He's a good, he's ever, he's a good Oh, love that <laughs> I think that would have still worked <laughs> Imagine the solo <laughs> It would have raised us up Anyway, well, now that we're in the outside world It's a bit <laughs> chilly this morning But brighter than usual um, Have we heard, heard out else? We have Lee Keating I don't know if he's any relation to Ronan do you know, I've always had quite a crush on Ronan. Really? Yeah, since quite a young... Is he still in this building out of interest? 
Well, he still hosts the breakfast show. Oh, that warms on, my um, heart. Magic. Um, Frank, Emily, and Alan. As a regular reader to the show, I was delighted in the week to be able to perform a Frankism. Oh. Mm. What do you think he did, Frank? Shall we find out? I don't know, but I'm worried about the uh, <laughs> debris that's been left behind. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I want to know. When, calm down. He's when, got hooks. You yeah. calm down too. Um, when minding my own business on a bike ride in the week, I saw a man walking towards me in a full black leather trench coat. Oh, I know what's coming. I instantly thought of Frank and in a full voice exclaimed... No, Matrix. <laughs> the puzzled expression on the man's face only added to me laughing out loud. I cannot wait to see him again soon. He was also, FYI, wearing a Batman-style utility belt. Oh, well, not over. No, I must have been under the... Uh... Under the yes, matrix. it's a safer thing to do on a bike than mm. on foot. The trouble is it became, to me like a sort of nervous tick thing that I felt I had, to, if I hadn't done it, that something would go wrong with my day, or, you know, like an obsessive mm -hmm. thing. And I, mm -hmm. that's not good, because some people that wear those coats are uh, dangerous individuals. Don't forget this week's texting. Um, what percentage of the United Kingdom's population could be fairly described as not very nice? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was um, we've had some more outside world stuff haven't we uh, I'd be happy to answer that if I knew what the action that was being taken after it was well I'm not we'll, we'll see we'll, I mean I think you have to operate on results rather than speculate yes. ahead at this point alright John Hopkins who Hopkins as you know mm. is I mean one shouldn't have favourites no but there's a lot of things one shouldn't do and yet one still does. I'll stop saying one yeah. eventually. Uh, John Hopkins, who I love because he's so funny, but also he has a mediocre father in his Twitter bio, and that's my kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Hopkins says, Having lived in Lancashire for the last 25 years, I once worked with a chap who was once stood behind George Formby at the local fishmonger <laughs> and clearly heard him ask... E got any salmon? E <laughs> <laughs> got any salmon? I would love to. Um, um, yes, I, we, we did a thing about unusual claims to fame on here once. That's pretty good, isn't it? One behind George Formby. Yeah. In an ideal world, it would have been two places behind. Just that thing of not being quite <laughs> close enough to touch. Yeah. But yet, it's. I, I think George Formby was pretty much the same on as off. I think it's fair to say. Um, I, I like the um, the contrarian streak that he's got. That he asked for salmon in a fish and chip shop. That's a very no, a fishmonger, wasn't he? Oh, a fishmonger. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a whole different world. The fishmonger. Oh, yeah, that's perfectly normal place to ask for salmon. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, who, what, when? Well, we're now going to hear from Harry in Brooklyn. New wow! York. No way. Yeah. Oh, yes, well. Brooklyn. Hi, team. Frank may be too modest or factually inaccurate. Mm. It started so well. Both possible. Um, I didn't know it was going to be multiple choice. <laughs> when he says he only does one American accent, Wild West old-timer, 
He... Well, you sure caused some trouble tonight, Sheriff. Yeah. He actually <laughs> does too. The Do second I? being Telly Savalas, who is from Garden City, New York. Yeah, do I do tell you, Savalas? You've not intentionally. No. There's a lot you don't do intentionally. No. You do a sort it's of. It's a picture. Paints a thousand words. Do you remember that? There was a, a string of Kojak, which was Telly Savalas's big TV hit, was so popular that he did a series of um, songs to, to cash in. Mm. But what he did was well-known hits of the time. He couldn't sing, so he spoke them. Mm. So we'd say, if a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? And in the background, we'd be going, ooh, it would be women going, ooh. It was, I mean, the most cynical spin-off thing ever. I think it went to number one. Well, I think you've just disproved the notion that you don't do telly Exactly. It's, it's yeah, all yeah. by its all talk, <laughs> Mr. Holmes. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, can we just finish uh, up Harry in Brooklyn? Oh, praise sure. With, praise withheld, he says. Very old AOB, that's any other business. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a dozen shows ago, Emily claimed motion sickness was made up. I still stand by that statement. Mm-hmm. It's actually related to a problem with the inner ear, inner ear, sorry, yeah. equilibrium, and is very real. Mm. I speak from non-breakfast radio-related experience. Take care. Harry oh. in Brooklyn, you sound what? Someone who my, my father would refer to as a, both a scholar and a gent... <laughs> I still don't believe in motion sickness, though, I'm afraid. Your witness, no, Frank Skinner. Well, I, 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 um, I've had motion sickness <laughs> at the Trocadero Entertainment Centre at Piccadilly Circus. And I went to see some sort of simulated... Um, I was sitting in a chair and on the screen... You must be aware of this uh, effects <laughs> thing. You're sitting in a sort of runaway coal-moving vehicle on a bro- oh, rickety yeah. old um, line in a, yeah. like a gold mine mm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I got motion sickness just sitting in my chair watching that, so I'm, I'm not good on it. I hope Emily's boldness about this doesn't come back to haunt her, <laughs> like when I said on this show years ago that I didn't believe in average speed cameras, that I thought yeah. they were just... Um, yeah, we probably you know, all... Um, propaganda. Frank, you, you've had your own uh, fainting? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't believe that fainting is actually... I believe it's still optional right up to the 11th hour of fainting. <laughs> <laughs> May I just say that I was then promptly speed cameraed by an average speed camera on Yeah, well, it's, it is, you know, pride comes words. before a fall. I but, just find it suspicious that the motion sickness sufferers, close quotes, they always seem to improve dramatically when they get the prime seat in the front. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like, no, suddenly they're be. fine again. I think we both yeah. got this problem, Emily, <laughs> that we just, if people aren't like us, we can't believe you. 100%. Like Emily was telling me she loves hot weather this morning and I don't believe that anyone loves hot weather. And I believe that people who say I love hot weather are trying to suggest they have yeah. carnival in their yeah. soul. I know you do. And I, I own up to the fact that my soul is uh, darkly <laughs> North European. <laughs> We've uh, <laughs> we've put the central heating on this week. And, That's um, always a moment, I'm, isn't it? I'm very grumpy about it. <laughs> 
that dust that's been sitting there waiting to get baked. And you can smell it. I never turned it off. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's true. There's a thing that I uh, I can do with central heating. That is that bleeding the radiators, and it's the only man thing I really do. And uh, I'm quite pleased with it. Yeah. That bit, the like smell. All the, oh, the hiss. I'm getting high on the hiss. There's a smell that reminds me of when I worked in heavy industry that comes out of a radiator. Like, do you use a little jog, maybe, to catch the contents? No, I grab I grab the towel off the rack oh. and hold that next to the key. But it's, it's, I really feel like I missed a practical for about 20 <laughs> seconds. And uh, yeah, that smell, it takes me back to arriving with my sandwiches in waxproof paper for a six o'clock shift. And it's always good to be reminded of those jobs. Mm. Um, very good for the soul. Absolute radio. Hey, listen, I had a bit of uh, an innovation moment this week. Um, our dog uh, was a bit ill. Oh. So uh, I went to a, a, a veterinarian and they said, um, they said you know, she needs to drink plenty of water. Is she drinking enough water? I said, well, I don't know if she's drinking that much. And she said, look, what I'm going to give you is this chicken flavouring that you put in the water and it makes them drink more. I'm calling it chicken squash. <laughs> nice. Right. And and then... Um, <clears throat> And then it's I thought... Be really thirsty. Yeah. Well, I, I don't... I it's not I, meant to work on me. I don't fancy chicken squash. Imagine getting the bottle and there's a picture of a chicken on it. And it's, obviously it's quite yeah, beige when it's added to water. You know, chickens are quite beige. It's, yeah. So it's a beige chicken thing. Chicken squash. I'd love it if one of the tennis players ordered that. Oh, that'd oh, be great. Imagine that with it? a bottle of the old uh, chicken squash. And I, then I thought to myself, you know, if this had happened to me when I lived in Birmingham, I would have done the same joke but I would have said chicken cordial <laughs> and what mm. happened when did we stop calling concentrated drink that you added water to cordial and start calling it squash I, I don't think that word squash was around when I was a kid you'd um. get orange cordial and uh, you'd get lime cordial or whatever it was so anyway mm. chicken. we'll call it chicken squash stroke cordial <laughs> Um, and then it reminded me of. Do you remember Jerry Hall, the former? Would, she, would you call her a supermodel? Would that oh, be very much okay. so? Texas yeah. supermodel advertised um, beef extract. Um, did she? Yeah, she did the Bovril campaign. We're not, we're not being paid for that. And um, I always liked the idea of beef extract. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It was like something taken from sort of beef's soul. It's like and it's taken. Can it, can it, yeah, someone has removed. Diaries extra. Yeah, I'm drinking the inner life of beef. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've I've seen into the dark bovine labyrinthine <laughs> caverns of beef consciousness, and uh, it actually tastes quite nice. Mm. So um, yeah. I just, I just, I just bring. Did you taste the chicken squash? I would have given it a little. No, go. I, I would have given would it you? a go. No, because I, you, you think if you think about the um, 
the sort of stories you hear about what goes into any process like sausages or chicken sausages oh, or whatever. Yeah. Imagine how far down the throwing away stuff the chicken squash mm. chicken yeah. bits are. Do you sometimes... My, I made the mistake of heating up a meal for my dog and I'm oh. afraid he won't go back now. He demands hot food at all times. Oh, no. Yeah. Our rule is no human food. Right. Oh, what about the dog? Um, well, <laughs> I'm afraid that has to be the scraps. <laughs> oh, I loved it when I had dogs that lived on scraps. It's so convenient. We're recycling mm. in its very earliest form. <laughs> yeah. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With um, <laughs> Emily, D- I've got a new thing this week because we've got a new email address. I've got a new uh-huh. sheet of A4. A lot of people would have learned this after 11 years. Not mm. Frank. Uh, this is Frank's Kieran on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio and email the show on frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I enjoyed when you said not Frank and then said this is Frank Skinner as if you were reminding yourself. <laughs> so. Ah, yes. You're going for the third person and the reminder. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all part of the future for me, let's face it. <laughs> Shall we go to some of our loyal readers? Yes. Well, you've lit up the switchboard, haven't you, Emily Dean, with your uh, not believing in motion sickness? <laughs> oh, I love it. Go on there now. Well, Hit uh, me. 579 has said, and I think... Uh, She's she's on your side in many ways. Mm. Good morning, team. I can confirm that motion sickness is a real thing. Only ever experienced when my husband is driving my Mini Cooper <laughs> round corners like a wannabe rally driver. Mm. And that's from Eve. I, I feel that I haven't heard a woman describe her husband's driving as wannabe rally driver <laughs> since the 70s. Yes. How oh, that's wonderful. Never hear about rally driving. The big rally driving story was that the late Jimmy Greaves, mm-hmm. the uh, great goal yes. scorer, he resigned when he packed up um, football. He, he did um, rally driving. Did he? For a bit. Mm. And Who knew? Uh, yeah, it, was a, it used to be like a super cool thing. And there always used to be like the driver, and then there'd be a bloke with like a big um, A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the second person now has been replaced by some sort of rally sat-nav. Yeah. If there's any oh. rallyers out there, I'd love to know if they still need the second. Does he just sit, sit there, he or she, mm. just sit there now sort of changing the radio stations and stuff oh, like that in a rally? Mm. Perhaps that's why we haven't heard from them yet, because they just think, keep changing it, the radio station. Was it Monte Carlo that was the, the big? Oh, yeah. I think, I think so. that was rally gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many so many chicanes in that city. Oh, even the word chicane. <laughs> I think that might be up there in my top five words, Frank. Yeah. Is it chicane hmm. an F1 term as well? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You might not get a chicane in rally driving, I'm not sure. Oh, that would put me off it. We'll mm. find out. I only like a chicane. 
I think it might be sans chicane, <laughs> as they say in uh, in the continent. Oh, so chicanes, do they have to be man-made? I don't know what a chicane is. Well, I associate it with Formula One. I have... I do, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I see it as those very steep curves. Um, yeah, I would I've guess. driven around some of them. I once drove uh, behind David Gandhi, actually. Did you really? I believe he has his full... What is it called, Al? You all know things like this is the moting correspondent. He has all his sort of credentials as a, a proper oh, racing like an car F1 driver. driver. I mean, seeing Gandhi oh, really? behind the wheel of a car like that, I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, either his... Gandhi would be remarkable <laughs> behind that wheel. I was uh, behind Mahatma Gandhi once at an auction when they were selling off some of John Lennon's old spectacles. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think he was trying to get a couple of uh, <laughs> couple of fall back pairs, but they were going to specs it. They were too expensive. Well, we don't know if David Gandhi's <laughs> listening. David, can you just text me and tell me what a chicane is? Thank you. Yeah, let's put the spot on him now. You're not allowed to Google David, by the way. Yeah. Nor you, Mahatma. <laughs> oh no, sorry, he's no longer with us. <laughs> I bet my bet was that Mahatma Gandhi would not have known what a chicane was. So that makes me feel better about myself. Okay. I think you're right. It's something like a big sharp bend. Exactly. But so there'll be lots of. I mean, there's a whole bevy of F1 fanatics who will be laughing at our ignorance. <laughs> it's all right though. I laugh at theirs. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Two four zero is texted with what I consider to be a bit of a zing to Frank oh, Skinner no, here. Oh, no. Here goes a bit of a zing. Strap in, get your psychological armour on. Frank. <laughs> I don't Ready have for any. this. Two four zero has said earlier. Frank said he got motion sickness watching a film. Exclamation mark. Surely the term motion sickness denotes movement. Hence, you had imagination sickness. Well, the thing is that this thing that was set up at the Trocadero involved a sort of a vibration and movement in the seating, which... Mm. So, I'm, so there was motion. Yeah, 240, okay. sit down. Oh, there you go. Sit down at the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have said, I was actually with Andrew Motion and he was getting on my... <laughs> he was so getting on my nerves, I felt nauseous. Poetry, yeah, That would be great. Poetry there. podcast. The, the one advantage of having had a terrible relationship, like being an ex-wife of Andrew Motion, is doing the, the motion sickness jokes <laughs> at middle-class dinner parties. It'd be worth... It'd be worth the difficult relationship just for that... Imagine people who haven't heard it would bring the house mm. down. <laughs> Fantastic. I find all stories about Andrew Motion very moving. <laughs> Lovely. Do you? Motion also, moving. This is why it's good Thank to you. have. Uh... <laughs> Just helping our readers. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like having uh, a friend with the surname Freud because the Freudian slip is oh, a lovely yeah. reference. Yes. Yeah. Now, there are female Freuds, of course, I've met um, mm -hmm. a couple of them. Mine I is wonder, a male Freud. I wonder if they ever wear a Freudian slip, because mm. wow. that would be another one. To, the, the trouble is, the slip jet you're only going to do in a small group normally, not well, going to go exactly. to a party. Anymore. I think motion uh, sickness is one of the overlooked antidotes to um, climate change. Mm. Oh, is yeah. if we were all injected to give us motion sickness, we might stop get driving and um, getting on planes and all sorts of stuff. Mm. So I think it's something we should think about falling back on. 
I think it's rethinking nuclear energy, but I suppose it's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's more fun. <laughs> For sure. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. But Greta, you choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for a fringe if I was Greta, but we're all, you know, why would she listen to my advice? I mean, you're always giving people advice, though. You know, there are some people on their face, so you think, oh, a friend would really, like, bring yeah, out your eyes. Yeah, you've got to stop so. doing this. You keep, well, you all, I've seen you. You go up to people and you go, why do you put that eyeliner on like that? It would look much better like this. Don't you think yeah. you should have a fringe? I've well, seen you do it, Frank. Yeah. She doesn't come across as the person most ready to accept a suggestion of a makeover. No, me. but a fringe, it doesn't involve any sort of cosmetics or anything. Mm. And... Um, Look, I'm not going to broach her with it. I'm, I'm just, it's just speculation. But if she is listening. <laughs> yeah, she uh, will. I think she's busy today. <laughs> Adam, Adam Buxton has been in touch. Oh, yeah. He says, not that one, in parentheses. Oh, oh OK. Uh, morning, Frank, Emily and Alan. Now, just to tell you the subject line, I think this might whet your appetite. OK. Galactic domesticity, Frank. Oh, this this go back to the days when we talked about Davros's home life. I just said I'd watch it more if I could have sort of more insight into yeah his domestic experience. Yeah, two Daleks rally driving. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Buxton continues. Recently, I've been rewatching episodes of Doctor Who. Mm. Oh, be a lovely friend for you, Frank. I haven't mm. rewatched one for. Anyway, carry on. Um, for how long is it? Three days now? Yeah. Um, from the Christopher Eccleston onwards, getting oh, yeah. ready oh, for yeah. the new series to start. Mm. Insert heavy sigh from Emily here. Yes. <laughs> As you wish. <sighs> when an early mass... Emily actually uh, does some great material, which um, I... Uh, about dogs sighing... <laughs> which I really she did it sort of throw away the other week and I thought you know what that that that's a great piece of stand up I think but anyway do you want to do it or keep it to yourself no, I'm doing you know what I'm doing save I it for your Edinburgh show say, I'm doing a little heart gesture that the youth do oh okay other. I associate it with Gareth Bale okay oh, yeah. uh, when an early Matt Smith episode featuring the Daleks and Winston Churchill started. Oh, yes. I remembered Frank's joke about the domestic life of Davros and laughed <laughs> once again. Well, that's good, isn't it? Then a question was asked on the TV. I like Adam Buxton because he says the TV. Yeah. Which made me explode with laughter once again as the soldier Dalek glides up to the apparent creator of the knobbly creatures and in their terrifying voice asks... Would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> Amazing moment, I'm sure you'll agree. Keep up the great work. Apologies to Emily for raising sci-fi once again. Yes, well, uh, so many happy memories <laughs> from that. But, um, yeah, I think that Churchill, I, I don't know, he may be no longer with us, but he did a lot of audio Churchill for Doctor Who after that. He became um, our Churchill. Oh. Which is, who was your Churchill? I <laughs> <laughs> twelve fifteen. Do you remember that thing in Alan Bennett when he said, I, I said to um, my mother, said, how old was Churchill? I said, when? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, I'd like to bring a story to your attention that I think 
uh, covers several aspects that have been um, <laughs> brought up on this show many a time and oft, if I should say, mm. um, including the Black Chickens, the Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Oh, yes. Um, Jose Mourinho, who's been featured many, he's, he's often been discussed. Um, a sort of taken... a slightly surly neighbour of the show rather than a friend, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But this show has an appreciation for people that could be described as a bit of a git. And uh, mm. I think he's definitely in that chair. He uh, He's taken a swipe at his ex-boss, Daniel Levy, um, for, um, for appointing Antonio Conte, who's one of Jose's many enemies. He's got a lot, hasn't he? Well, yeah. I, he just, um, he's had a, I suppose when you've been around as long as him, you've had an argument with more or less every major... He's been doing it that long. It's a bit like towards the end of his career that Peter Crouch couldn't play against anyone that wasn't a former club. No. Because he'd played for so he couldn't celebrate a goal, the man towards the end. And you say that, that, but Jose's hit rate for beef is pretty high. Come oh, on. Yeah. There's no supply <clears throat> chain about, problem. What about beef extra? <laughs> <laughs> He's even fallen out with Bovril, Frank. <laughs> oh, that can't be. They can't. That'll go. That'll end in tears. <laughs> I'm very torn though with this, guys, because obviously Jose is. I mean, I love everything about Jose. I'm also quite a Conte fan as well, because he really he gives off a lot of '80s male energy. Mm. The hair. Well, the hair, of course, is um, controversial <laughs> because is he it? will be joining. Yeah, I think him and Jurgen Klopp will be the only two hair transplant managers in the Premier League. Oh. Um, Conte, I believe, has had three hair transplants, and I think if you are at the hair transplant clinic and you work on a footballer three times, you get to keep the head. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That really would be a hat trick, wouldn't it? <laughs> I suppose a hat trick would be like the guy in the Bee Gees or Dave Stewart. You just wear a hat. It's a lot quicker and cheaper than getting a hair transplant. Did you see something once on stage, Frank, with Dave Stewart and a hat? Yeah, someone put their arm round him and uh, when they put their arm round, they slightly dislodged the hat and it was a bit like when the mask comes off in Phantom of the Opera. It was, it needed... When the hat went, it was awkward. I think everyone held their breath. <laughs> in there. This was in the days when you didn't even have to hold your breath at the theatre, which I think now is part of the rules. <laughs> We're talking about Antonio Conte this morning mm-hmm. and his beef with Jose. <clears throat> they have had, before we get to the beef, they have had uh, previous beef, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Antonio called... Did Jose call him a clown? Yes. He didn't specify what type of clown. Did he mean Northampton, Crusty, mm. Bozo? I, um, yeah, one of the exchanges was that um, Conte seemed to say that, um, that, um, that Jose had got senile dementia, which is obviously not the sort of thing you can bandy around nowadays. I believe and, how he said it, Frank, was dementia senile. Yeah, but then he's then I think in trying to get out of the hole, he dog, he said, "No, I meant amnesia." And there was a big fuss about that because it's not—it's a kind of a cruel and unkind and a terrible illness. Right. 
But there was no fuss about using the word clown as a negative term, which to me is incredibly hurtful. Oh. <laughs> I don't like clowns. I tell you what I don't like as well. What I really don't like, there's a sort of cliche that people come up with yeah. about our clowns. I, I just find them a bit frightening. Uh-huh. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so everybody says why are you just repeating what other people say without even thinking about it yeah. clowns are you know you see a good clown at the circus absolutely brilliant yeah brilliant that's yeah. my clown speech well, you so find I don't like them, that you find them impressive mm-hmm. I um find I them a bit I, frightening no <laughs> quite the opposite my friend they're um, let's just say they've got a special place in my heart oh, as you well, well know oh, lovely yeah. they're up there with Vince Cable in Man, my groupie. weird crush list Cla- and Cra- you know who else so I'd say Northampton Clown Vince Cable Henry VIII and finally uh, son of uh, John Darwin Canoe Man oh yes I remember <laughs> I remember okay. that yeah uh, back to mm. Frank Stinner in the studio yeah, I, I mean, I, it got great calves, Henry VIII, but I can't, I can't... If that's on one side of the sexual seesaw and um, <laughs> the dissolution of the monasteries is on the other, I'm afraid he doesn't oh. work. If I couldn't, I, I couldn't date Henry VIII. I, thought well, I could we had date him, he's like 16th century. <laughs> I Sorry. thought we had a group meeting and you weren't allowed to discuss the sexual seesaw anymore. Oh, okay, I think you're right, actually. Let's move on from there. Yeah. So we should say, so this time round, having put clown, I think also Conte refers, said he was a little man, a very little man. He loves the circus imagery. <laughs> yeah, he was he wants to leave it shortly he, later. He wants to leave it alone, I think. <laughs> I think one of um, Jose's problems, which probably makes him a, a little bit more angry and bitter every day, is once your nickname becomes the special one. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's if there is any falling away in achievement, it becomes. It's like um, when I'm sacked by Absolute Radio, then. Mm. Um, mm. Then my Mr. Radio uh, nickname will... That's going to sound pretty grim, isn't it? That's <laughs> nothing I want to be, uh, unless yeah. I'm working like for radio rentals fitting people's televisions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which definitely yeah. still happens. I'll have, to get, I'll have to go CB or something <laughs> to try and hold on to my... Uh-huh. Uh, oh, awful. You'll still be able to use that loneliest man in the world, Jim. Oh, that'll be... <laughs> the great thing is that will really rise up into yeah. it. So that'll, that'll come into its own. Well, it's a bit um, like the, the Chris Eubank. I mean, he walked a fine line with the Simpsons the best mm. because if you're coming on to a chat show and that's your music and you've just had uh, you know a terrible defeat but the thing is with simply the best is that Chris Eubank was a bloke who basically yeah. um, there was something remarkable about um, his <laughs> tenacity in the ring he kept going and kept going but but he qu- then quit, and then you're all right with it being like marvellous Marvin Hagler. Yes. Uh, Marvin Hagler actually had his name changed by Deedpol to Marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> if you look back on him, Lord, but 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 Mourinho yeah. still doing it, but yeah, not that true. great, not that specially. What about not that special? Maybe should we christen himself that? Not that special. The less one. special one. Yeah. Mm. What about when Jose? I mean, he said some things in his time. Oh. 
One of my favourites was when he said of uh, Pep, he criticised Pep for being bald and said, when you enjoy what you do, you do not lose your hair. Oh, wow. <laughs> not well, scientifically um, proven, I don't think. <laughs> no. I, I, it makes Conte a very difficult uh, <laughs> example to bring in. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't lose your hair. There's that hair on your back that you've been using on your head. I don't know where they get hair from, from hair transplants. But yeah, it's, I uh, do. I think Conti's main problem is that Harry Kane seems to have taken industrial action. Oh, and that right? is, uh, I'd play him in, I look, I don't want to talk football, I'd play Kane in midfield at the moment. I think he could be one of the <coughs> we great We don't want to talk tens. football. No, we don't want to talk football. I always want to. Um, and as for Nuno, where all this comes oh, from, because the, the Spurs manager got sacked as well, Nuno Espirito Santo. Lovely. Who is yeah, Portuguese, think, so yeah. again, Jose is going to be on his side probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> all in should, here. They're having their custard tarts. Go on, Al, sorry. That, uh, that Jose actually said that he's been a very good manager for years rather than just for a little bit. That was his sort of complaint, wasn't it? Don't make him sound reasonable. Of, Oh, no, I just think um, some people might not have known what we were on about. Oh, yes, yeah. he said... Uh, so his actual beef, because I don't know if we even got to that, we got so waylaid with clowns and little <laughs> men. Story of my life. Uh, he, What he actually said was, on the replacement, didn't he, Al? He said, I think Conte is a good I wouldn't call coach. him the replacement. That seems to be a bit uh, loaded. You forget yeah. I'm an Arsenal fan, dear. Um... <laughs> He said he is a very good coach, though, which was a bit Brutus is an honourable man. Yes. Um, well, yes, yeah, so Nuno got sacked. Nuno is a very nice man. Everyone mm. would agree that he's a lovely... I think that's why he had to leave the Wolves, ultimately. He's too nice. Um, <laughs> but um, I, um, I, I feel for him, I'm sure he'll get another job soon and everything will be lovely, and I'm oh, sure yeah. that, um, that Jose will be looking for another job soon. So it all sort of sorts itself well, out. What they used with to you call... at Radio Rentals. Oh, yeah. You remember the managerial roundabout that people used to talk about? <laughs> they'll all be... They'll, uh, pick a horse, is my <laughs> advice to Jose. And uh, I'll see you on there. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show at Frank. Now, I can't say X. That sounds like I'm saying the at at the beginning. What do you do? How do I say that? Email the show. Uh, just say Frank. And then I just say There's no link. Just, uh, you could say oh, using. Yeah. Oh, empl- no, employing the address. Email the show on... <laughs> Email the show on frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'm not, not even... We need to come up with a phraseology. Yeah. OK. Um, can I ask a question, please, Frank? OK. I love a question. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't get too excited. What do you feel about my... I'm call, I've got a bit Bob Cratchit chic with my fingerless gloves. Where do you uh, stand on fingerless gloves? Well, I... I like a fingerless glove, but I don't know how much warmth they actually provide. But they take me back because when I first started work in a drop forgings in Langley Green in the West Midlands, there was a shop next door and the lady in there always wore fingerless gloves. Very old lady. um, Very dirty old lady. Oh, lovely. Uh, No, not in a good good way. (laughs) 
Oh my God, you dirty, dirty. No, no, lady. not like that. I mean, um, oh, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Frank. Well, she had an eccentric brother. I think I might have mentioned before. Oh, his dear. trousers ended at his Wellingtons, <laughs> and when he was on the bike, he's just cut them ro- roughly, cut them off at the Wellington oh. level. He always, always, always wore Wellingtons, even though we lived in, you know, a, an urban area. Oh. And he deliver. He wouldn't pay paper kids, and so he delivered <laughs> yeah, yeah. every. I would see him delivering the local paper at nine thirty in the evening. And when his trousers rode up on his bike, his legs were black as ebony with just grime. So they were an interesting couple. Anyway, she used to eat lard sandwiches in the morning. And the lard, the lard, I remember, would run out the side of the sandwich and it would stick to the woolen fingerless gloves. And so it's given me an affection, nostalgic oh affection for the. That's uh, surprising. Yeah, you'd think you might have put me off them. But yeah, no. <laughs> Could have put you off fingerless gloves and lard and bread for life. Yes. I mean, it might not surprise you to know I've never come across a lard sandwich. No, well, um, no. never say never. No, I don't. I think I might give it a go. I try, I've, I've tried bread a chip. And dripping. Yeah, it's it's the sort of um, bread. It's the sort of Spartan bread and dripping. <laughs> You literally buy a, 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 a cube. It's not even a cube. I don't know what a rectangular cube is called. What would that be in uh, geometry? Mm. You know, the shape of a butter thing or something. Anyway, oh, yes. Um, Aladdin, I thought, might be able to help us okay. out. No, and someone will know. Anyway, you, you buy one. your lard like that and mm. then you literally just take a chunk of it and put it on bread and that's it. That's your sandwich. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I might give it a go. I don't know if it's. So, I don't think you can get it in Holland and Barrett. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> but um, I don't know what you can get in Holland and Barrett exactly. There's those big tubs of stuff. This oh, is they from love the paid a bit... mentions for Holland and Barrett. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, now Holland and Barrett. With them. Holland and Barrett. I once bought some stuff in Holland and Barrett uh, during my drinking days. Would you believe? <laughs> and the bloke looked at me. He, I said, "Can I have a bag?" And he looked with genuine regret. It was almost they were going to pay me not to carry <laughs> a Holland. <laughs> they don't want people to think that's what healthy eating does to people. They look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, uh-huh. I have some news in for you. You're referring to, uh, and I feel fairly confident, we're the only radio station currently asking the question... What shape what? does commercial lard come in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, we've had some responses. It's like a cube, except it operates with rectangles instead well, one, of Well, 167 and 351 have both said it's a cuboid, Frank. Mm. Yeah. I feel you're not convinced about the cuboid. I thought a cuboid was that, like, if you take a cube, like, which is all squares, obviously, and then you extend um, the th- four of the sides into a long cube. I'm trying to think of an example of a long cube. Okay. Um, but it might... I can't think of one. Okay. Like a shoebox. Yeah. No, oh. I don't think a shoebox has any squares in it either. I think that's a rectangular end. Anyway, oh, okay, look, this okay. geom- I mean, think geometry is not that popular on radio. <laughs> oh, OK. It needs well, a visual think, art. I don't think that should stop us discussing no. it. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're convinced it's cuboid. Well, nor at, open gra- nor at open graves, but we did a text in on that. No, we did. True. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, so she, this woman would take a cuboid of lard. 
and um, put some of it on bread and that would be her breakfast. Cindy, can I just say, who is a... I love that name, Cindy. Do you? Yeah. I like Cindy. She's Cindy with a C. Yeah, brilliant. A third yep. rectangular cube is called a cuboid. Our P2s, five and six-year-olds, learn this in maths. Oh, okay. oh I hope uh, Cindy was throwing a bit of shade yeah, there. Yeah, slight dig at the end after I'd praised <laughs> her name. Mm-hmm. She's got a bit Jose on us. <laughs> yes, she has. I love the show. There oh, you that, go. That's all right. Um, OK. Uh, we've also heard, um, uh, and I like this text a lot, from 370, hi, Frank, et al, et Emily. Uh, read the cordial slash squash discussion. Oh, which yes. you were discussing earlier about the. Uh, I was saying that. Yeah, we used to call um, concentrated drinks that needed dilution. <laughs> we used to call them cordial, and now they're commonly called squash. I think. Um, well, it's uh, triggered some memories for three seven zero, who says. In Ireland, brackets, well, mainly rural Ireland, I think, mm. soft drinks, etc., are referred to as minerals, e.g., I'm driving, so I'll only have a mineral. Ah. Um, was this ever a thing in the UK? Praise redacted, and that's from Colm in Blackpool. Well, Al, you called it dilutin. In Scotland, it's quite often called dilutin, or ginger, weirdly, <laughs> for fizzy drink. Ginger? <laughs> Often known as ginger, ginger in Scotland. Yeah. What's what, all fizzy drinks? Yeah. So how yeah. could you use it? It's a word sentence? used like pop. Like in in Yorkshire, they would say pop. Yeah, we'd so say pop. If you could please give me an example, if I went to that neck of the woods and I said, "Oh, how would you how would you use it, please?" Well, let's say you you and I bumped into each other in the street, um, and I had uh, an iron brew or a Coca Cola. <laughs> I might say, uh, "Yeah, I just fancied a ginger." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've said that, but I didn't mean yeah, that. I think that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, um, look, I a few weeks ago, I bought um, uh, a smoothie from a company called Grassroots, if you remember. Oh, yeah. And it was called something like mango, um, yeah, uh, yeah. kiwi fruit and blah, blah. And when I looked yeah. at the contents, it was uh, 67% orange juice. wasn't even <laughs> mentioned. Well, I've got another one this week. It's called Very Berry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Matt Berry. Very berry, yeah. And uh, ingredients, apple. Right. Not a berry, no, I would say. No. Banana. Mm-mm. No, not a berry. Um, and then it says strawberries. Now, they, now they, because they brought up the berries, they start giving me figures. Strawberry, 8%. <laughs> blueberry, 8%. Blackberry, 8%. Raspberry, 8%. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I can add... That's 32%, which suggests to me that apple and banana are more than a third of a, of a drink called blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, blueberry. Yeah. Why, why don't they just come up front, grassroots, and tell us what's in it? I'm happy with apple and banana. Yeah, you're very laid back. Two of the big three of fruits. <laughs> yeah. Very laid back. They should call it apple, banana and some berries. Yeah, exactly. That would be, I'd be fine with that. Ow. It might be too long for the sticker on the bottle. I know, but why bring up the eight percenters? <laughs> Al, do you think Frank's the only person who's checked out every percentage of those ingredients on the back no, of the No, they must have had other Gittish customers. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yes. Well, I think, you know, if you bought a cup of tea and it was half coffee, you wouldn't be very happy about it. No. If there's anyone listening from grassroots... Oh, for <laughs> Can you explain to me what you've got to hide, God. please? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, I uh, I know that you relish being corrected on this show. Um, That's how you learn in life, Al. Indeed, as a correctione. um, 
We ran through um, the ingredients of your berry juice moments ago before mm. playing that track. Um, and uh, 167 is one of many people who has texted saying, Hi, Frank, can I blow your mind? Bananas are technically berries. Mm. You're welcome. I know that is a shocker for me. What Step does apple, apples? Oh, surely not. No, but I think bananas are okay. technically berries, and many people are taking the opportunity to tell us. <laughs> but can I say again? I mean, I, I take that I got I didn't know that, and I got it wrong. But the drink is called blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, blueberry. So one could still argue that it shouldn't have that as main yeah. ingredients: apple mm. and banana. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad to know. I like to learn. You see. Yeah. So thank you, all of you. We've also had uh, a lot of people getting in touch regarding fingerless gloves. Mm. Some are huge fans. A lot of people saying that they think of Steptoe immediately. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting other people... Fagan-esque is coming up a lot. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, I'd like that as a question. Who's in the fingerless gloves chair? Well... Oh, for me, it is Steptoe. Okay. Oh, actually, no. Is it... um, What's his name? Pete Beale. Well, you're absolutely right, because Jazz Jill has said Fagan-esque, and Anna Banana, everyone knows, Lost Boys chic... Uh, Is there not a banana related to Chop Berry? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're absolutely right, Frank. We've also had a number of people saying uh, market stall holders only. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Gemma Johnston suggested that. Fingerless gloves are sort of the body warmer of the hand garment, aren't they? I have a sense that there was... Wasn't there a sort of 80s... People in bands, singers, and that would wear fingerless. Absolutely, Madonna was a fan of them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, often a sort of crocheted uh, type yes. of. Maybe even a lace, Frank. Sometimes a lace, even. Those lovely moments when, in a grouping, you find Madonna and um, Old Man Stepta. <laughs> and also, Greg Ellis has said. Uh, they should be the naughty lingerie of the glove world, a bit of a tease. But mm. I don't think people can get beyond Albert Steptoe, Wurzel Gummidge and Winter Busker Associations. Yeah, Shame, oh, really. that's good. See, but they don't sell them like the uh, naughty <laughs> underwear. You don't get caught, oh, I've bought some peephole gloves. <laughs> no one ever said that. No, they're the sort of stockings and suspenders of the hand world, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or are they the reverse of that? Maybe they're the reverse. Can you get just fingers, which are the bits that would have been on a fingerless glove? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just wear those? Well, I think what? they might be warmer if you wore those. <laughs> mm. And they would be the, the, the sort of... Hot... Was yeah, can I, have, you got any, have you got any hand hold-ups? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'd love, if anyone knows if they exist, I think they would look quite um, cool. I've said cool twice on the show. (laughs) I think we can safely say I won't last the week. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Can I share with you a missive from Lawrence Coles Duffy? Yes. Okay. He says, you seem somewhat wary of uh, LCD. Yeah, I'm worried about the LCD element, but Karen, let's hear it. That's OK. I, I think live... he's sound. I mean, I am declaring these earnings, so... <laughs> not like the old days, I'd get a missive and be frightened to open the envelope. No, I like... <laughs> he sounds my kind of guy. He says, okay. I, he just says, I lived in Austria for a year. 
And they have something called grammel schmaltz, which is basically lard with bits of crackling in it, oh. which they eat on bread. And mm-hmm. Austria has a 0.59-year higher life expectancy than us. Wow. So there you go, and it could all be down to the grammel schmaltz. Grammel schmaltz. Grammel schmaltz. Oh, OK. Bless, bless okay. you. Call, call the mine Call night and day with your song divine That's uh, any Austrians listening? Extraordinary. Um, Hitting the high notes at this time of day. No, that's, I've, just, I've been warming up all morning for that. <laughs> oh, it feels better. Ow. Any um, chicane news? Oh, we got some. We had some chicanery, didn't we? Uh, we did have some very good. Are they, um, are they, are they have the same root? The well, chicane, chicanery. They must be. We've established out, and maybe Shakira Kane, also um, <laughs> Michael Caine's wife, <laughs> also of the same root. I, I'm going to oh, hand I'm over marry to that girl. Oh, oh, <laughs> is that what he says? Apparently, yeah, he, he said to his agent, "I was watching a coffee advert. I, I can't really do Michael Caine. This is beautiful. I'm, I'm going to go to Brazil and find her." And he said, "I think she lives in Halston or something like that." Oh. And he went and and just made it happen. Yeah, I love those. I'm going to marry her, marry him stories. Mm. It's great. Apparently, a David Be- uh, David Beckham mm. in the players' lounge saw that. I don't know which one it was. I know you exactly know. what it was. It was say you'll be there. It's the one with the black PVC cat. Say you'll be there. And he said, "I'm going to marry her." I just Gosh. wondered if his friends um, changed the word marry. <laughs> um, just yeah. to make it a bit more, you know, user-friendly in the press. Less footballer. Yeah, a bit less um. footballer. You see, it was pre-social media days. Now they just... But what used to happen, and I miss that, they'd get their agents to contact them. Yeah. Uh, I believe also Roger Taylor from Duran Duran. A little bit niche, but stay with me. He did that as well. And Simon right, Le Bon with Yasmin Le Bon. Oh, yeah. So oh, they nice. just uh, contact... They, w- they would find someone they liked... Uh, just in an ad. It was like a gratin catalogue for marriage. Yeah. That yeah. is... Uh, that's <laughs> amazing. To have the guts to say to your agent, can you get me in contact with that? Did you ever do that back in, obviously, before you were very happily ensconced with your life partner? Um, Would you have done that, Frank? Um, maybe. For Ma- Maureen Lippman might have dra- drawn me in. On the BT adverts. <laughs> Other than that, oh, that now is I the would... sort of person you would have got to yeah. be my um, my. Do, you sure? You really saw her or one of those? You did, get, you did get a bit attracted to a woman on a walking bath advert, didn't you? <laughs> that is true, actually. That's a very attractive woman, and uh, that's when I realised I was getting older. She was advertising walking baths. I still don't know how they work. I always imagine it's the same as the lock system on on the canal uh, network, but it might not be. (laughs) Do they get in and then wait for the water? I mean... Oh, I would so love to find out he'd asked his manager to track down Yeah, can you get in touch with that woman? Yeah. (laughs) Can you open a few doors for me? (laughs) This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. You too, with I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Okay. 
We've had, I mean, we're still getting... I wonder if Bono's ever said that to a shop assistant. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be so hard to resist, wouldn't it? It's about a very difficult visit to TK Maxx, that's all, actually. (laughs) Do you say... Sorry. I went to a furniture, I'm going to say Heels, you know, the furniture shop, and I wanted to buy um, a sofa a chaise lounge and I think it was a bed Mm. and the woman I told the woman that and she said okay um, do you want to look at the beds first I said no let's cut to the chaise (laughs) and I got nothing at all from her she didn't get it I hate it when they don't have humour what about I, I should have called for another assistant well you should have called for the best assistant I met in my whole life in heels Oh. When I, I bet you've met a few in heels over the years. Oh yes, I have. <laughs> when I went, uh, this was a, a man, mm. wearing glasses on a lanyard type, oh, my favourite. He was in the lighting department, and when I asked for my chandelier bulbs and they didn't have them, I said, "I cannot believe you do not have these chandelier bulbs. What am I going to do?" And you know what he said to me? He said, "I know, but be brave, madam." <laughs> <laughs> Quality. Excellent. <laughs> Love that man. Excellent. Excellent work. Anyway, Shakira Kane. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, 594 has texted, and there's a few bits where it seems as if they've perhaps been typing this in the rain, so I'm going to have to uh, just, you know, sometimes bits don't make sense, but most mm. of it does. A chicane is two corners to slow down a racing track if it's too fast. For example, on circuit, the spa, I don't know if that's an actual circuit, it is used to slow down the cars because they may be going too fast, so it's immediate left or right. So it's like a, I suppose, like a chevron. Like me. Do they have chevrons on an yes. F1? Chevrons think... are, no, chevrons are part of it. We've got, are they? well, can I tell you this? Connor has got in touch. Hmm. Hi, and he says, Happy Saturday, which I like because it's quite oh, yeah. dystopian. Sort of futuristic movie, yeah, uh, the voiceover. Like you, you will enjoy your Saturday. Yes, it's quite a squid game, isn't it? <laughs> um, hi, Frank and team. A chicane is a man-made addition to race circuits as well as mm-hmm. roads. So it's essentially the steep curve in the road, but it's man-made, I think, is a chicane. That's the but difference. Aren't all roads and racetracks man-made? Well, what I mean oh, is as opposed to a natural curve in a hill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you see? Oh, I, I think understand. I think a layperson might think of a chicane as a zigzag, yeah. like where it goes. <laughs> okay. So that I, I it's not quite what I. So it's banked. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, everyone happy? I'm just picturing me sky electrics, but I think that was flat, flat as a board. Got you. Okay. okay. Good to know though, because one band is the word chicane. Around. Oh, all the time. Well, yeah. What a word it is. It's a great word, but now we know what it is. It's a sort on the of same, uh... on the same subject. Oh, go on. We've, um, we've we've heard that one two five has said, "Great to hear the rally chat whilst I'm tinkering in my workshop." Co-drivers <laughs> still read the A to Z, known as notes, and no one wants a sat nav. They tell us. I can, now I can imagine that. I bet no one's driving an automatic in a rally. <laughs> Either that's that's I my bet. bet. That too. I bet if they had a breakdown, they'd put one of those small orange pyramids <laughs> a few yards behind the car by way of a warning. <laughs> can I also uh, just? I would like to point out that Holly Bidwell might be my favourite ever fingerless glove wearer. Mm. I love fingerless gloves. I have fingerless writing gloves. 
with text from Anne of Green Gables on them. Goodness oh, nice. me. Fabulous. Friend. Did she buy them at an auction? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's because she's called Bidwell. But never mind, oh, never mind, what a never mind. Joke. They didn't get what it deserved. No, but you know what? It was more clever than funny. Okay. It's one of those jokes. Okay. But you know, I think commercial radio needs more of that. <laughs> okay, so Sarah Champion's up next. Do listen to Sarah and thank you for listening to us. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, and I'm not kept awake all night by fireworks as I was last night particularly lovely evening for a Roman Catholic. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.